Happy Vibes, my friends. Welcome back to my podcast, Vibes by Alicia, where I believe in spreading killer vibes to light you up and give you that kick in the ass to craft the life you wish to live. This sacred space is dedicated to the lovers of all things business, travel, and lifestyle. Hey, it's about time you get the scoop on the latest vibes, so let's get to it. And just like that, I'm going to be starting this um, new season. It's season six. We are starting it with a really special episode with somebody that I've been following for a really long time. I think we've been I think we've been Instagram friends for I think maybe two or three years. I would now. say at least two years. Yeah, we finally got to <laughs> met. So I met Amanda, Amanda Bayan Ferris. Mm-hmm. That's right. Thank you. And you're a member of the Houston Latina Bloggers Group, which is something that I was a member of too. I still am. Yeah. Um, I haven't done anything in a while, but I definitely stay in touch with all the women and all the girls. Kind of like bloggers. once you're a part of it, where yeah. it's such a community, we always keep in touch. Yeah. Amanda has a podcast. It's it's called the Hype Girl Mindset Podcast. We're Instagram friends, and we both love Sex and the City. We're both obsessed. I think we're obsessed. obsessed. We're at the other at another level, no, right? I'm fully <laughs> obsessed. And so, just like that, we're dramatic Leos because I know we're both Leos. We're yes, mamas we of are. boys. Yes, yeah, we are. And um, we're also like really, um, real, really, really good supporters of other women. We're Absolutely. feminist. We really Absolutely. believe in like giving women. Um, a platform and supporting them and inspiring them in some way. So, Amanda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. When you got into my DMs, I was like, (laughs) yes. Like, I couldn't even finish reading it. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And I was dying to meet you face-to-face. I know. It's been a while. (laughs) Like, it's interesting how you meet people um, online. Right. And then sometimes you're like... Oh my goodness! I've been like following I feel you like forever. I know you. Yeah, I even. do too. Yeah, I see how you are with your little boy, and I used to be the same way with my sons. Ugh. It was the same. It was silly. It was funny. It was so fun. Much fun. I mean, the things they would say, the things they would do. It was just like you know, it was just so much fun. But back then, we didn't have Instagram. No. Yeah. 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 My baby's fourteen, so he kind of. Was born at the time when like texting started coming into okay. like yeah. And see, Deacon, <laughs> my son, he's six, and. Like, he has his own Instagram page I started but when he was still in my tummy. So oh, really? I, it starts with, like, a sonogram, and then I stopped because I got so busy doing my own stuff. But, I mean, yeah, there you go. He's the kid that, like, was born with an Instagram wow. page. So it's so crazy, right, how Isn't things Isn't that changed. amazing? I know. <laughs> I remember back in 98, my husband and I didn't even have cell phones. We got cell mm-hmm. phones together when we met. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like that thing that we did together. The first thing we did together as a couple was get, <laughs> get cell phones. And we still have the same numbers. Yes, yeah, so um, I still have my same number. I got mine in college, so like around 2000. And, yeah, it was the first time I'd ever had a cell phone. And my mom was like, only use it for emergencies. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah it's still the same number that it's always been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very loyal, very Leo about me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm super loyal. I stay to the same things. I stay true to the same people. I'm the, the same. The same companies. Like, loyalty to me is, like, the, the highest level of, like, Trust principle. and, like, even and connection with somebody. Connection. I totally yeah, agree. For sure. I'm so our podcast today is we're going to be talking about, and just like that, the reboot of Sex in the City, something that you and I are both so into and we love and just um, we cannot wait to talk to you all about it. By the time you all are listening, you should have watched it by now. Because Let's hope yeah. so. <laughs> spoilers. We're about to spoil yeah, it Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't, <laughs> don't get all bent out of shape. You should have watched it because you should be watching it. And if you don't and have And if not, the then HBO, pause this show. Yeah. Go watch the episode. <laughs> and come back and then come back yeah (laughs) but you know how I came to love sex in the city was I was just newly married it was the year 2000 uh we were just you know new new couple I didn't have any kids at the time and I remember going upstairs to watch the tv upstairs and just kind of like going through the channels and this one popped up and I remember what you know the first episode I watched I was like so hooked and Easily, um, just like yeah, that. They did yeah, so good yeah. at reeling you in. It was so good. And it was already, I, I believe, maybe three, four years already, you know. Yeah, I didn't start episodes. watching it until after a few years it had been on because I was a little younger. Me too. Um, but when I graduated from college in 2002, I moved into Houston. 
got myself my own little apartment. And it was the thing, like, I bought all the DVDs. Because yeah. you know, back that we didn't have any of the <laughs> wireless yes. fire stick type things, Apple TV. Yeah. So I had every DVD. And I would just, when i get home from work, I would put it on. And it would just be on the TV. So what, what, what got you first? Like, what was the thing that got you, like, hooked on the show? I think it was the perfect timing for me because mm-hmm. I had just moved into the city alone. And I was making new friends. And I was kind of doing the same thing, if yeah. you will. Totally different people, totally different stories. But I felt like I could connect with the newness and, like, the excitement of being in the city and right. dating and uh-huh. learning about myself. And yeah. so the first, like, once I got through the first season, I was like, this is for me. Yeah, And I learned so much, too. I learned watching so much show. as well. Like I was, so, I was a city girl. I was a Houston girl, but I'd mm-hmm. never been out of out of the city. I've never been anywhere but Mexico with my family. Right. That was the only thing I've ever done, and so it was sort of like an exploration into New York City. Into right. God, into I love New York. right. <laughs> I spent you summers just, you in were New just York. There. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. just there with my family last yes. week. Um, I saw that it was the first time we've ever been able to take all three kids somewhere together. So it was very special on that account. But my son loves New York. He's obsessed with skylines. So <gasps> Google Earth is his thing. It. He's kind of a geography nerd. Oh, my god! So when we got to New York, it was definitely, he was so excited. He knew where we were, all the little places we had to go see. So it was a lot of fun. Aww. But when I was younger in high school, I would spend my summers there because I danced. And so I would go oh, for the summer wow. and I would take classes at the Broadway Dance Center and just work on my craft all summer and then I'd come back. So I had such a love affair, even in a pure way, because yeah. back then I was too young to go enjoy the nightlife and be grown up. But mm-hmm, I enjoyed New mm-hmm, York, like mm-hmm. being at Central Park and dancing it and has going a to vibe. the theater. It was such a vibe. It's such a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so I many different vibes. the first, I, first, I think it was like our second date, and um, my husband, my boyfriend at the time was like, what is the city you want to visit? Like, where do you want to go? Because the first thing we said we wanted to travel, and I said New York. That's the city I want to visit and I want to see. That was like the first place we went together. And um, it was like a, it was like for me, it was like growing up. Yeah, I was a grown up now. The minute you were in New York. I went to New York, <laughs> I know we were like staying in New Jersey. We were. It was just that's like, where we, we stayed anything. in Hoboken because right. then you can see the whole. You can city. see everything, and that's he planned it all out for us. And I was like, I'm in love with New York. I need to know everything about the city. Everything. So for me, it was that you know, and I didn't have the like, kids either. So it was like you were sort of thinking of like your life as Carrie. Yeah. Or your life as Samantha or your life as Charlotte, depending on where you were in your life. I always felt life. like I was a mix between Carrie and Samantha, even though they are probably the most different. Yeah. But I feel I'm a cusp baby, so I'm Leo and Virgo. I'm okay. born on the last day of Leo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Virgo. So I felt like the complete different energies of the two. I felt like there was a little piece of me in both of those people. Mm-hmm. So they were always my favorite. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think I identified a lot with um, with Carrie, too. And, you know, that's when I started my love for fashion because right. of her. Because I started to see how she started putting things together and her clothes and her brand. And she was and on designers. Vanguard about it, right? She did such she a great job. So the stylist forward, and the fashion designers forward, were so amazing. Yeah. And I think the name is Pat Fields. The, 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 I think the, you're right. Yeah, the costume designer. Mm-hmm. And just, just developing, like, a signature look. Yes. Having the Carrie signature look or the Samantha signature and look. And they did, right? Sexy. Very, yeah. very specific yes, for very the Yeah, very specific. Miranda was very conservative. Very. She was the lawyer. She was the person that was um, always with the suits. Always. And uh, Charlotte, very prim and proper. And very girly. Very girly, big yeah. Big skirts. I love and, it. Yeah, A-line everything. Yeah, so, you know, when I was watching their reboot, I was a little bit, you know, skeptical about watching it just because I was so in love with First what it was, and even, right? Yeah, and even watching the movies as they came along later, I was like, gosh, I what hope What else can we talk yeah, about? That's like, how I felt, too. I was, but I was also hopeful that they didn't ruin, you know, my my love for it. Yes. And, and I don't think it did. I think, so honestly, far, no. this reboot, to me, is just makes sense because they're older. See, I'm older. I'm so glad that you said yes. that because one of my favorite part about the reboot right now is that I feel like the show that I loved and I grew up with, I finally get to watch it again as an older woman, and, and they're older women, and yeah. their lives are different. And Bra- like Brady, for example, he's a teenage kid, and they're even talking about the p- probability of one of the daughters being trans. And I yeah. just love all of that stuff coming out because we, it was always there, but now we are putting it out there. We're and now we're talking, talking about, about it. it. Yeah. And I love that um, symbolism, and I love being able to see that in the show. So do you feel like they've um, really made an effort to bring it to 2021? So far, yes, I do. And I love the little quirks and jokes about years before because they'll talk about things that they didn't have. They'll talk about how different things were right. or when they all lived in the city and now they all live out of the city. But so far, yes, I think it's it's done its job so far. I think so too. Yeah. 
So I'm I impressed. So right now, mm-hmm. I love it. I get very excited. I haven't been this excited to see Sex in the City every week for like, I what, know. almost 20 years or something? Yeah, it used to be my thing, too, that I used to do by myself until yes. my husband discovered Samantha. And then he's like, oh, when are you watching it again? Mm-hmm. My husband's Samantha. the same way. Samantha was his favorite. And he was like, I don't think I want to watch the reboot if Samantha's not there. And he's hooked, okay? He's watching it with Oh, it's me so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He thought he thought Samantha, he needed Samantha, but no, it's, it's good. And I think one of the things that we definitely talk about is these these ladies went from living single you know doing the single life dating to now married and a lot of them have been married a long time mm-hmm. like Miranda like Miranda's been married to Steve for a long years time. probably right. like close to maybe 20 years or pushing it and I think one conversation that we had was the way that marriages just sort of become um what is it just so redundant, I they think. Do. Yeah, you, yeah get, you get into a groove, right? Very routine. Yeah, very routine. And I think that's something that they're bringing about. And it's something that, that we talk about all the time, too, because we've been married a really long time. Right. And so I told him, I said, you know, I feel like I'm connecting with the ladies a lot more now just because I can see, you the know. The representation. Like, right. you can relate. Just yeah. like we could relate then. That's what I loved about it so far. That's what's gotten me really excited because I was a little skeptical, too, because yeah. honestly, I was like, what the hell else can we do? Can I cuss? Sorry. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell yes, else can, can we do yeah, here? Yeah. Like, what what's gonna make it exciting? And then we know what's we we know right now what made it exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think? Like yeah. big dying, right? <laughs> yeah. Like knocked us off the seat. It did, and I think um, I felt the same way you felt because I saw your story. You're like, I'm shocked. I, I I cried. I, just I cried. Watching her with him, it was such a real moment. I felt like it was real life. And it then did. I like pined over powerful. it for like the, a whole day, right? Thinking like, how do we bring the reboot back? And Big is like, Big and Carrie were such the part. But then at the end of the day, I was like, how can Carrie have a brand new life and a brand new storyline without or staying married, right? Because just like you said, right. marriages get into routine. They get redundant. Like mm-hmm. how more mm-hmm. exciting can you make their marriage? They don't have any kids. They could have traveled, but it has to be more relatable. Right. right. Yeah. But, I mean, in, in, in the idea of losing, okay, so the idea of losing your husband, mm-hmm. I think for me what really affected me was that, that scene where she's, um, she's kind of lost because she doesn't know wh- what to do now, and where, where to go next. She's so used to being with someone so for so long, so used to it. There was, like, this thing that sh- they used to do. I mean, you have these routines that you do with your, with your partner, like you follow these certain patterns every day Everything, yes um I can't imagine and it just like freaked me out a little bit yeah, because I'm so young she's still young in the grand scheme of things young. so to have to bury your husband is so yeah, I know and let's talk about that that uh, funeral that she <laughs> I mean honestly <laughs> that it, is like such a carry thing right it was and I think it was very big like the I think yeah. she really thought about she him was true to him yes like I mean let's think about back when they were getting married in the what is it the first movie and he made such a big deal he's like I've been married three times like you know we're on page six like how do you think mm-hmm. this makes me look mm-hmm. and so he's very understated but such a gentleman type yes. and this very much businessman cigar yeah. smoking bourbon drinking just like this very much character he's not about the drama he's not about all the, the, pomp, and the pomp and circumstance uh-uh. exactly he's such a man's man like he very is. very alpha male very right yes um and the way that she kind of adapted herself and adjusted herself to his life as well i think to me just kind of makes sense the way the, the way the funeral happened because mm-hmm. i remember when she walked into that building and just looking at all the flowers and all the craziness around her she's like this isn't right this I isn't know. good yeah um and, and then I'm, we found out the flowers were for from Samantha and then my heart dropped because I wasn't expecting I that for I some reason <laughs> it was so crazy so i didn't even think they would bring up Samantha at all i think they were going to probably just Maybe mention it a little bit, but not to say something. But they've been mentioning her a few times now. A little bit more, right? I mean, kind of. I think also. I mean, we have to think about this too. This is a TV show. Yes, it's our life because I feel like I'm a part of it. But it's a TV show, so there is definitely a business behind it. So they had to make sure that they gave the fans some sort of explanation. Is what I'm thinking. She has to kind of be around. Her spirit is a part of it. Yeah, they can't treat us like we don't know what's going on. Like I think that's that's the wrong way to go. Like pretend like she didn't even exist or pretend like. You know, can't things do that. Were, no, you can't. No, no that, that would have been such a big part of the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so when she had the flowers and she you sent the flowers, it made sense.
sense. It made sense in the show. It made sense that she would do something like that. That mm -hmm. would be Samantha. She would be the one that would be super classy, organizing everything, Always. making sure that um, as much as people thought of her as like a slut or maybe like always like out there, you she know, was screwing just liberated. Guys. Let's just talk about all what I think about Samantha. She yes. was a liberated sexual woman who knew what she wanted. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's what I loved and about it. And wasn't afraid so to go after it. Didn't care what people thought. Yeah. There's a little piece of that in me. Not so much now. I think I take it a little more easy. Yeah. But when I was younger and I just like drew to that. But then also, I, I also thought it was appropriate how a part of the storyline was that Samantha ended up taking another job in another place because Carrie fired her as her publicist, which yes. I could see that really hurting Samantha's feelings. Yes. And I could see her getting pissed and leaving. Yes. So that's, I mean, that didn't seem far-fetched to me. No, it doesn't. Or not pissed, it doesn't but like seem, her feelings no. being hurt mm -hmm, to have been mm -hmm. working with Carrie for so long. So right, because she was really the one that put Carrie on the map. Definitely remember with her those books. those years, right? That she mm -hmm. didn't have anybody. She didn't know what she was doing. She was doing photo shoots that had no meaning, no sense. She was <laughs> yes. completely disheveled, didn't know what she was doing. Couldn't get there on time. Uh -huh. And Samantha just put it all together. She, she got her stylist. She got her, you know, her book deals. Mm -hmm. Um, got her those tours, those book I mean, tours. That's what remember, Samantha yeah. does best, right? I, I mean, know. that was her job, publicist of like my dreams. I know. <laughs> She's so amazing. I, know, I love it, love it. So let's talk about a little bit of the topics, a little bit of the themes that they're bringing up a little bit more um, on this reboot. One of the themes that I know that really popped up immediately for me was age and growing old. Um, and the thought about um, not hiding your gray hair, yes, not hiding your wrinkles, mm -hmm. and not uh, being ashamed of getting older. And I think that it's important, just like I say, represent representation is everything. So when you see people that you look up to and that you love, especially on like a show like Sex and the City, yeah. and you see Miranda kind of struggling with her hair or something like that, and it liberates you a little bit. I mean, you want to be that strong person that's like, I don't care, I'm going to do whatever I want. But right. truly, we it live in a matter. world where mm -hmm. we do care about what mm -hmm. people think, and we do care about the way we move and how people see us. So it is nice to have those real life things. Like I'm doing it right now. I'm Graying. I keep coloring my hair, but I'm like, should I let it grow? Because my mom's gray hair is so cool. It's just I've in the seen front. it. It's really nice. And yeah, so I'm like, so hopefully pretty, I'll yeah. gray like her. And then I can yeah. just have like a little. That would be pretty. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, but I think it's a nice way. You said the perfect word. It's liberating. It's sort of letting go a little bit of those things. Like you have to always. Like I know women who, who, who just are so consumed in staying young and getting the Botox and getting the plastic surgery. What if we just let go of all of that and just aged gracefully and that there's nothing wrong that yeah. would be my preference you know yeah. um for me botox i i'm all about whatever is good for a woman and makes them feel good whatever like, makes them feel good yeah, yeah i'm a no judgment zone for me personally i'm like if you start doing things to your face you mm -hmm. can't turn around from that <laughs> yeah. so that's my rule yeah but I, mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean i think women should feel confident in looking their age Right, and I mean, I, we've we've earned this look. We've earned the wisdom that's on our faces, and the way that we walk, and the way that we move around in life. And I think it's good to have that representation to make other women feel like they should, you know, grab it. I agree because not only that, but what are we teaching our kids? Right. What are we teaching the younger women? You know that mm -hmm. uh, it's so important that you stay young all the time, and, or that you grow in age and just grow in wisdom and like you know, accept it and feel like it's a part of life. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's the natural course of things, it is. you know? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like the older I get, when I see women aging the way they should, they're beautiful to me. The wrinkles, the gray hair, mm -hmm. like it's character. It's, on a, li you. it's, it's a life lived. Yeah, it's definitely. a life lived, right? Mm -hmm. It's a full life and, and they've earned those things. Um, every every stretch mark, everything that, everything. that that comes with who you are, right? I think that's a, and so that's a topic that I wanted to talk about because I know in looking at it, I was like, yeah, you know what? It's important that you do stay that way. And there were a few articles that I read, and they were very nasty towards Samantha, uh, really? not Samantha, I'm sorry, it's Jessica, uh, oh, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. Like, gosh, can she just like try a little harder to look a little better? Like, why is she, you know, with her grays? And she she put it very bluntly. She said, she you looks guys like don't Carrie. make any comments about men, but the women get so much shit about having to be youthful all the time. All the time. Or They're, even like there's a lot of trolling about, um, you know, Charlotte's lips, right? Yes. Okay, so... If that's something that makes her feel beautiful when she looks in the mirror, like, let her. But, yes, we all can tell. We all know. But, let, I mean, why do we have to write all the articles and the blogs to make it's them feel so bad nasty. about themselves? Like, I w couldn't be a famous person. 
I would never yeah. be able to handle yeah, it. I don't think I could handle I, the criticism. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. There's no way I couldn't. So I often think about that. Like, I'm so thankful nobody knows who I am and I can just like <laughs> cruise and go wherever I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching. Be yourself. Yeah. But yes, I mean, it's. Grow out your gray hair if you feel like it. <laughs> exactly. Wave <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I know. I love that. But yeah, I mean, I think it's a great topic to also bring up. I think it makes sense. I mean, they're saying they're in their 50s. I mean, yeah. how do you think a woman in her 50s is going to look? Exactly. I mean, they look amazing for 50. That's I mean, what I like, think. Yeah, that's what um, I think. The other topic that I wanted to bring up a little bit was um, woke culture and how woke culture was kind oh, of okay, brought woke in. Culture. Yeah, woke. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And how it kind of, it's kind of like a little bit in your face, I think. It is a little um, bit. And I think that has to do with just like the new generation getting older and kind of the way that they run their culture, right? Like each generation has their thing. Yeah. And so I feel like it's definitely, whoever's producing it and, and doing all the work is trying to definitely stay current in the times, relatable as much as possible. But I mean, what is woke culture? Yeah. Because it's different to everybody. Right. And you can't be woke about everything all the time. You and I think it can go a little awry. I think it can go a little too far, maybe. Can you turn off that light, honey? It's a little hot. That one right there. Yeah, I can tell you're like I'm sweating. always hot. Don't even, I mean, like literally, you can ask anybody, I'm always hot. Um, Why I live in a hot place makes no sense. I know. I was just talking to my gynecologist. I was asking her if maybe I'm going through like perimenopause because I, you know, I've been feeling some changes. Yes, and she's girl. like, oh, she's like, you're 46. You're probably going through something right now. My mom so, told yeah, me she was so like, true. I was. She thinks she was 45 or 46. So for mm-hmm. her, she was like, I was young, or what I thought I was. I was like, golly, yeah, right around the corner. Yes, my mom had early menopause as well. She thinks she was Crazy. like in her. Maybe like late thirties, actually. Wow. Like Forty. She was pregnant at thirty nine, and she thought that it was just her, you know, her menopause. So she didn't even think she was pregnant. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, she's nutty. She's crazy, and she had that a, she has hilarious. a kid now. Yeah. <laughs> she was forty when she had my brother. That's awesome. But I think those are topics that I think a lot of women should definitely be talking, like woke culture, ageism, um, growing old with dignity and feeling good about it. And if you feel like you need to plump your lips, plump your lips. If right. you feel like you need to color your hair, color your hair. But you do you right it's about what you want to do and one thing that I think is on the cusp of what's coming next which I'm really excited about is um redefine yourself at every moment there is like life doesn't end right like I feel like now the first three episodes have set us up for these new adventures and so it's going to be such a great example to watch someone that I love so much Carrie Bradshaw I mean I love Sarah Jessica Parker but the character of Carrie yes and to see her navigate grief which I think is I'm hoping that they will touch down on grief and that they won't just let her be totally clammed up because I think that's another thing that right because she's not crying as much she's not and she was devastated when big left her remember at the altar altar. she was a hot mess I think this time maybe it's maybe she's older that's what I'm thinking maybe maturity and wisdom a little bit with her that and I think also like grief is really funny right it gets everybody in a different way so sometimes people won't even be able to sit with their grief until, you know, maybe six or that's later, a year later, when everything calms down and people stop calling and checking on you and life starts going on again. Yeah. That's when I think the grief really hits. So I'm hoping that maybe that will be a part of it, but obviously new beginnings because another one that I kind of caught a little bit of is Miranda. Uh Yeah. There's going to be something new with her too. Yes. She loves Steve, but she's not crazy about her marriage. And so. They haven't had sex in years. That's crazy. Right. That's crazy. Right. And I mean, like, hopefully, I mean, obviously, this is a TV show. But at that point, if you haven't had sex in a few years in your marriage, hopefully you're talking about it. And then, I mean, if that's something that you need, then you don't, you have to live your life, right? Yeah, but I think, I think where they are in their marriage is they've become so accustomed to the life that they have. And it's like that. And they don't want to, right, they're best friends. Mm -hmm. They're like buddies. Mm -hmm. And she said it this last episode, she's like, are we roommates? Yeah. Is is that what we are? Right. And there's a little bit of the drinking that's coming up too. Which I I thought was funny, but I was wondering if it meant I, something else. I don't know what that I thought means was either. really random that Charlotte found so it random. and then she made kind of a big deal about it. But I haven't really noticed Miranda being drunk or neither, drinking. Neither have I. Yeah. So that would be interesting. But that's that's another topic, like people who are closeted alcoholics. See, I'm wondering if it's Steve. Maybe she's picking up his bottles or, I don't know. You never know. Like my That mic. is so, that is such a good one. Maybe because I don't know. I just don't see Miranda. She's such a controlled person. I don't see her being out of control, but anything can happen, but right? But it could it also be that she's using it to mask um, feelings of, of, of loneliness, of, loneliness, of not wanting not to well. confront the idea that her marriage isn't what it, she thought it would be. 
I think a lot of women get to to a certain age in the, in their life, or maybe you know once you hit your forties or your fifties, where you start to take stake of where you've gone and what Absolutely. you've done. Right. So where where have we be, gone together? Together. And now that she's back in college and studying again and trying, I think for her, it's it's a way of of coming back, right? Like a comeback. And that's her, her. And that's her spot, right? Education, power, like leveling up. Like that's where she shines. I love to see her shines. back in school. I'm excited to see there's something, some sort of relationship with the podcast. With She. She. Is She. And then with the professor as well, I feel like the professor is going to start having more of a storyline too. Her professor at school. Right, Naya. Yes, Naya. So I'm excited. I'm just excited to see what happens. I know. I'm still devastated over Big though. So let's talk a little bit about Mr. Big because he's been in the news. Has he? He's always (laughs) in the news, right? So let's talk about the Peloton commercial. Let's talk about that. So I thought it was funny because I feel like Peloton was just trying to make a joke, which I thought it was brilliant. But then yeah. I felt like people were taking it way too personal. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because Alex, now... Can you do a few, um, like, that for Instagram? I want to see And one of the things that I... Like, this would be so people that watch TV. Like, do you know that Peloton stock went down, like, 12% the next day? Is it that ridiculous? Did. Because I can tell you there's people out there that are like, oh, can't ride a Peloton, it's going to kill you. No, I'm sorry. If you've watched Sex in oh the gosh. City your whole life, yeah. you know that Big is a cigar smoker and a steak eater. Yeah, he's a man's he's, man. He's drinking bourbons every night. I mean, exactly. Cocktail hour. So he's not necessarily the idea of lifestyle. a healthy lifestyle. Yes, right. exactly. So that yeah. needs to be more spoken about because I think it was immediately like, Peloton. Oh, my gosh. And so yeah. everybody that missed that boat, I was like, did you see the commercial he made later I saw with it. Peloton? Well, and I saw the Peloton commercial before I saw oh, him die. Like, I, I was okay. spoiled all the way, but I still had to watch it. But I was spoiled from the beginning. And I thought it was brilliant because I thought it was hilarious. They have Allegra, his, you know, yes, coach that was yes. on there, and they're sitting by a fire. And he's like, we only have one <laughs> life together. to live. Let's go ride the Peloton or yeah, whatever. Yeah, let's go for another ride. But isn't that crazy <laughs> that, I mean, people took it so seriously. There, that the stock went down. That blew, my husband told me that, and I was like, "Shut!" It's so up. crazy <laughs> that a show could affect it that way. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, but in another way, I just think like it, it's a way for um, for us to also kind of take stake that when you're older, you, you have you. Those are possibilities in a marriage. Yes, like those are possibilities. Those things that are actually happening. Like now with COVID, a lot of people are losing husbands and wives. Absolutely, I've so known so many. So it's something that's very topical. Very. It makes sense to have something like that happen in a show, too. And grief, too. Mental health. Mental health, And yeah. mental health awareness is something that's very big. And I'm so thankful for that because I feel like the younger generation has a really good grip on it. They do. And they, they really already, do. And even the resources that are available to them is a while. Like my 26-year-old stepdaughter, she graduated from college, never got her first, you know, big girl job, you know, benefits, whatever, has never worked in an office. She's been remote since she started her first big girl job. And so now she's getting, like, I was like, if I could do this at your age, I don't even know where I would be today. Now she has packed up all her stuff, put it in storage, and she's going to spend the next six months going and staying in different places with friends and traveling because she can work remote. Like, could you imagine if you could do that? Oh, my gosh, I know. (laughs) That is, like, the life that she's living the life. But, yeah, I think that's interesting because I think – Bringing those subjects up, I think younger people will also be more comfortable yes. in looking for therapy when they need therapy or Absolutely. looking for for support or resources if they or need, it. If they not need a, it. Not it. It's not being so taboo right. anymore. So I think, so talking about Mr. Big, I want to just go back to okay. it because have you seen some of the things that have come out on his like sexual assaults? No. Okay, so there's a few things <gasps> that just came out That's about him that he was like assaulting women. Um, and they've deleted him from a lot of things. So it's really? it's something you need to definitely read I'm into. Going to. Yeah. I haven't I'm not up on that. I think a few women have actually like um shared their Come story. Mm-hmm. It's like a little bit of a me too thing going on oh, right now. No. Yeah. It's so disappointing. I know, because you have this um and it goes back to maybe creating ideas in your head about characters. Oh yeah. And just kind of like uh, just sus- a character. Suspending reality for a little bit. You don't really know who they are. You don't. <laughs> you don't. don't. You really don't. And I think um one of the one of the things that I always tell my boys is like don't assume that these people are like your heroes and they're like right. perfect and amazing, like sports stars and like they have lives, they have problems, they yeah. have issues. It's they're not your heroes. They're not people to look up to. They're just sports stars. And yeah. I think it's it's the same thing with celebrities. I think a lot same of people thing. take it on. Yeah. 
got to like keep it down on the right level. I mean, yeah, if that works for you and it's, and that's what you want and you've got a gift, like go for it. But I don't know how anybody would want to be a celebrity these days. It's so invasive. Cancel culture. Yes. Huge. It's huge. So you're Cancel hot culture, one minute or you're yeah. done the next. Yeah. And that's pretty silly, I think. It is. It's just too much social media. I think it's, I think it's silly and I think it also ruins lives because people are allowed to make mistakes. Yes, they are. People are More allowed human. to make mistakes and they cancel people because they, you know, posted something 10 years ago. And like, you know, like, isn't that so silly, right? It's, it's so ridiculous. And I mean, like, I am a, I'm a big proponent in women speaking their minds and also coming forward if they've had sexual abuse. Um, but the sad part about this Me Too, and you look back at how many years it's gone on, our culture was so different in the 70s and 80s. Like, being harassed at work was just a day-to-day thing. Nobody talked about it. Nobody said right. anything about it. I'm glad people are being held accountable so much longer but who knows how many of those who knows how many people have changed or have remorse and then also the other women on the other side that never you know you live with but I think there's there's a conversation to be had on like you know second chances and giving people an opportunity to evolve and just learning you know and grow that's like our whole purpose like we're not even allowing people to grow and to be different you know we're accusing them of something that they did 10 15 years ago and we're canceling them and we're not giving them the opportunity to just you know, be like, well, yeah, that was me back mm-hmm. then. It's not me now. Like, I've changed. And everyone's allowed to change. I mean, you're supposed to evolve. You're supposed to change. Supposed you're to. supposed to grow. You're supposed to learn as you go along mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. So that's one of those things that they also, t- kind of like Miranda brings up, like, she's so worried about being canceled or she's so worried about not being woke enough or she's so worried that she doesn't have the pronouns right, correct. Right, yes. <laughs> like, girl, just don't stress. <laughs> You'll figure it out as you go. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, so part of what the conversation comes up again is the diversity in the show. Mm-hmm. And I noticed there's a lot more women of color. There is. I love that. I love it too. And I'm hoping that they bring in that um, PTO mom. Yes, be, I like, like her. She's fun. And I hope that they will not just have people of color on the show, but that they will include their lifestyles, their cultures, whatever it may be, and yeah. make it, like, if you're going to bring in people of color, then make it really inclusive. Like, right. teach us something. Yes. You know? Yes, and I, I read an article with Naya, the professor. I think that's her name on the show. Um, and she was saying how, you know, they were having conversations with the costume department mm-hmm. and the designers, and they didn't want to make her look too too polished because okay. – her her persona is more streetwear. Right. And it so is. she was saying how there's a conversation to be had about women don't need to have a lot of money to be stylish and they fashionable. Don't. You're so right. So that's a really cool conversation too. Like that's if you're a great looking right, if you're looking for those women, the sex in the city women who are always wearing like the brands, now these women are bringing up, hey, you can still be stylish and exactly. fabulous and amazing. You don't have to be wearing brands. And that's a huge streetwear. transition for a show that's huge. so largely based right. on fashion. So I think that's good. I know. I love that because part. Because you can be a, t- a total hot mama and you can be totally stylish for, you don't have to go spend all that money. Right. You really and, don't. And I think I also read that they're also bringing more um, resale pieces, you know. And oh, really? As, in yeah. Their- Doing more sustainable fashion, stuff. yeah, and looking for things at like, um, like flea markets and that's garage cool. sales and like Goodwills. I think that's awesome. awesome. I think I that's mean, that's all coming back into style anyway. I, I mean, I went in to look for a pair of jeans yesterday. They're all bell bottom. I wore those in high school, and that's the style. <laughs> they're great. No, I love them. They're, yeah, like, yeah. I, like this is the time for me. I'm 41. Like. Bring the high-waisted back. That's my jam at 41. So. I know. Yeah, the mom jeans. So funny. The mom jeans. Yes. Yeah. I, I was actually shopping yesterday at a resale store. I love going to the Designer Diva resale yes, because I I've love going there. there for things that I need. And so I bought this this really cute skirt that I wore yesterday for a party, and it was maybe $7. See, you cannot beat that. And it's like, and nobody oh else God, at the I party is going to be wearing that skirt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The one thing for sure, you know what? My shoes need to be... Oh, yeah. I think that's one thing I am a little bougie about is my shoes. Yeah, because (laughs) you just got to, like, change Mm -hmm, it up, right? mm -hmm, I mean, I used mm -hmm. to be such, I mean, purses. I have have collected lots of purses, and now I find myself not even worrying about purses, but collecting shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Shoes have become the thing that I am very bougie about, and I do want my Manelos. Let's talk about the Manelos. Oh, my god! Because you brought a pair of Manelos, and I brought brought my pair, too. (laughs) We will take a picture for sure. So tell me about the Manelos, because they have an, they both have, the Manelo shoe has a a part in our life. Mm 
Right. And okay. definitely a part of the show. Because that's a when part you really of the show. Learned, learned, heard about Manolo. I'd never known never about, about Manolo Blahnik. Yeah, Sex until, yes. And so I got married in 2013. And of course, my something blue, I knew that my something blue was going to have to be those Manolo Blahniks that she leaves in the mm-hmm. closet of her dreams mm-hmm. when, you know, her and Big end up not going down the aisle. And, yes. I just, and then at the end of the movie, and they go back he them. goes back. Yeah. She's in the closet. And he, he gets on his knee ah, and he doesn't have and he her proposes. ring, but he puts the shoe on her. It's like <gasps> such a Cinderella it moment. It is. Ugh. So yes, I had to have. But I'm like a hopeless romantic, so that for me is like everything. I know my husband's like really. I'm like yes, Yes. I need you to be cheesy for the next hour. It's good. Yeah, (laughs) he's like God, so much work. Yes, (laughs) but yes, I um I I can't. I don't even know if they fit me anymore because my foot grew a whole size after having my son. But I could never get rid of these (laughs) shoes. They're my wedding shoes, so I have them. No, you can never, can never. Would you pass them down to someone? I mean, yeah, I think so. It's funny. I have a son, but I'm really hopeful that he's going to meet some bomb-ass bitch one day and that yes. I can share because all of my things with her, maybe. You I know. Because I'm going to have all of these, like, I have great I have outfits that I've saved that are now, like, coming back in style. Like, I have old things I saved from high school. I love that. And, like, Doc Martens are coming back in, and I found, like, an old pair of Docs. And yeah, everything like, kind of comes okay. back into so into crazy. fashion in some way or another. It. And um, I think the idea of recycled fashion is so cool. I love recycling oh, awesome. fashion and using the fashion and using it over and, like, styling it in different ways. And, you know, mm-hmm. that I think that is just so much it's fun. It's so much fun, right? And then to think that you have your own, like, there are certain things that now I've decided, I mean, I have saved stuff from, like, high school and college, but now I'm even now saving things that are hip now that maybe even don't even fit me anymore. Yes. But we'll come back in fashion and somebody can come shop in my closet one day. Yes, shop your closet. I do that all the time. <laughs> I have people shop my closet. You know, for me, those shoes were kind of a, 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 a status symbol. Definitely. Um, it was like a status symbol. It's like you've made it. Now you've you get to buy it. like your 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 designer shoes. I believe that too. Yeah, because I remember being, I was 27, 28, or maybe 27 when I first started watching the show. Um and I remember just being super intentional about, like, I'm very big on manifesting and very big on, like, putting intentions out Same. into the world. And I just remember coming down from upstairs watching the show, and I told my husband, I said, when I turn 40, I'm going to get my own pair yes. of Manolo Blahnik shoes. Um, and I never forgot that. I never forgot it. He never forgot it. So when we were walking by by the store, it was my 40th birthday. We were in Vegas, and he goes, there's the shoes. I love the story. And I just walked in there, and I picked a pair of shoes and I was just I just wore them through I wore them all through Las Vegas by the way yes of course because what <laughs> else are you gonna do like is everybody looking at my yes. Manolos please my husband's like you better get all $900 yes, out of those you shoes you better wear those shoes baby <laughs> yeah I want to see them in the morning yeah yeah I know wear them all day every day but I still have them and I still love them and I cherish them because they were kind of like the moment where I said I've made it like yes. I've made it I bought my first pair of like designer I had a shoes. moment like that myself it wasn't with shoes, but with it was with a purse. It was the first time I went to um, L.A. and I was in Beverly Hills. And so over there on Rodeo, oh, there's yeah. a Louis Vuitton store. And so my whole like bucket list yes. was to walk into a Louis Vuitton like on Rodeo or somewhere else and go in, buy the purse I want, and right. walk out like a boss. And so I did get to do that. I think I was like 24, 25 years old. And I was working. I was making my own money. And I had saved, like, literally, there was no money in my bank account after that. But this girl walked out on Rodea Drive with her brand new Louis Vuitton. Like, I own the store. Oh my I'll God. never do forget Do you still that. have it? Yes, I do. It's at <gasps> home. I still have it. And I carry it it's still. It's like, what, a vintage now, maybe? If it's, it's actually, it's, if you can remember, it's the little, um, it's like a little saddlebag that yes. the, the, the zippers come out. But it's that. It's a patent leather okay. with the LVs, yes. and it's like that deep burgundy color. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, like, it's it was gorgeous. Yeah, I love it. And so it never goes out of style. I carry it all the time. Wow. So this was another moment. So yeah. I get that when you talked yes. about buying your Manolos on your 40th birthday. Yes. Like, I think it was like I had that intention, and it was going to happen, and it's going to happen for me some way or another. But talking about Manolos, talking about designer shoes, I want to talk a little bit about money because money is a big part of the show as well. It is a big part of the show. And um, just talking a little bit how the different women in their lifestyles um, are so different and so unique in ways. You know, like Charlotte is definitely like the Park Avenue girl. Definitely. Right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Carrie always worried about money. And she divorced money. well, right? So remember she that. She sure did. She, from Trey. From Trey. She got a. She got that apartment. She got the apartment. And good for she her. She fought Bunny for that apartment. She did, but good for her. <laughs> I was never been more proud of Charlotte. And then she married her lawyer. I know. And I mean, <laughs> yes. how perfect are they, right? They're so perfect for I each mean, other. They look so different, but they're so good for each so other. So good for each other. And like, just a little side note off of that, talking about Charlotte and Harry, because obviously, out of everybody, mm-hmm. besides Samantha, they have. Mm-hmm a very good sex life and mm-hmm. they always portray that on on screen but I love that we're still actually talking about sex yeah you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. you can't be sex in the city without really having those you have to female conversations and I I still get so surprised that men or anybody else was like do women really talk like that yes we talk worse we talk about everything <laughs> yeah. like we don't miss a beat so no it's true yeah it's I'm true. glad that they haven't taken that little spicy part out and you have to talk about it. Like, uh, what is wrong with it? There's no shame in the conversation. No. Honestly, like, I, we talk to my kids. We talk to our kids about it. Right. It's like an open conversation because to me, it's like, let's talk about it. Let's yeah. let's discuss it. If yeah. you don't know something, then there's a shame behind it. And then you start feeling guilty about it. Or you're going to go me, ask somebody else that doesn't know exactly. the right answer. So come to me. Yeah, and Nothing I don't want to limits. surround that. And I think I was I was raised in 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 a household that was very open minded in that sense. Like my mom was just my so mom super. was my parents. My both of them were very open. We're very cool about talking about it. Um, and we weren't raised with like um, certain uh, dogma. We weren't raised that way. We right. were like you know have fun, enjoy yourself, but like be super careful. Like yeah. don't do anything stupid. Be, you know, be mature, intelligent. Right. And I think the conversation of sex needs to be in the, in the show. Absolutely. Like it has to be has in there. And I think it's going to start coming up a little bit more with Miranda. And I hope, yes, I'm and, excited and, to and, see what, what's going to happen yeah. there. And, and Carrie, like Carrie's going to be thinking about it a little bit. I mean, obviously, I mean, maybe. Some, I think, you know, obviously with Fig dying <clears> so <throat> early in the show, I mean, obviously Carrie is, has some great, I believe she has some great adventures ahead of her and probably some really handsome men, you know, too, I hope. You think so? I think Do maybe. you think there might be a chance that Aiden comes back? Oh, I haven't even <laughs> thought about that. I haven't, but you know what's so funny about the Aiden years? Aiden was just, he just loved her more yeah. than she loved him. And you just can't, if that's the she way that the wear cookie the, She fa- couldn't crumbles. wear that engagement ring, yeah. You're she right. She couldn't, right? She couldn't. She wanted it around her. her, her but I mean, in all fairness to Carrie, she told Big, <clears throat> I don't want a diamond. I want a big closet. And then Aiden came back in and he said, now you get a diamond. Now you need to look at your hand and know that you're married. Because, you know, she remember she came home from the movie yes. and told him that they had <clears throat> kissed. Yes. And so she thought gonna like leave her and be awful but he came back and put a ring on her finger and said this will remind you yes. that you're married you remember yes yeah. that was one of the movies yes one of the movies yes it's the like second movie second movie yeah mm-hmm. when they go to abu dhabi yes yeah yeah. Yes. i don't know i really hope Aiden. i mean is aiden coming back know. have we seen him i mean he was married and he had kids so right that, that ship had sailed but that's what know. i think you never know because who knows what happened in aiden's life i don't know either. and then i need to know how they're going to address stanford because you know he passed away during filming which was totally shocking um and he's in the show right now but i mean like here in the next few episodes he's and they're having issues he and he and anthony are having issues yes which doesn't surprise me arguing all the time they're not having a good time right now they're just not happy they're not that kind of doesn't surprise me though I think it would, I don't know, I think it would seem weird to me if they were just like this amazing happy couple because they were just so different. And I feel like although their wedding was amazing and all yeah. the things around it was so fun, I, f- I felt like even when they got married, it was definitely, there just isn't anybody else. You're my best friend. Let's just do this. Yeah. I got that feeling yeah. from them. And, yeah. the, and I mean, they've never even said in the movie that they were madly in love with each other no. or major attracted to each other. No. Yeah. It's always been more of a friendship. Yeah. And who's to say? I mean, probably an open relationship too, which, you know. You know what? You might be right because I think that's where it's probably going to head if, if, if Stanford isn't there anymore. And, um, you know, Anthony has to continue his life. There's right. going to be something like that, I think. Yeah, that's a very good thought that I didn't even, like, come across at all, what's going to happen with Stanford. Yeah, he did die very, very suddenly. And I, I don't even know. Did it come out exactly? I thought maybe a heart attack or something, but. Mm-hmm. I don't remember reading anything more he about... He had cancer. He died of oh, cancer. He okay. died, I think, pancreatic cancer or something And like he that. just wasn't uh, public about it? Yeah. Because maybe fighting that. That's just devastating. I couldn't believe it. 
you know, I couldn't either. It's it's one of those things that you just you just can't imagine Carrie without her standing. You can't. <laughs> but then also just another little spoonful of reality, real life. It's true. And us it's all true. getting older and and I think that's happening. the theme for this for this reboot. It's reality, and they're touching on things that are super real, super current, very topical. Things that we're facing now in 2021 yeah. that we were not talking about back in 2005, 2006. I mean, even those years, you right. know, that we weren't even, even saying just any of that. Things like Carrie, for example, she's always been gloves, right? But like she put her gloves on maybe to use the payphone. But then now she she says, I think I saw in one of the episodes, she's like, you know, still gloves. Now so much for like hand railings and doorknobs. But, you know, so she still is bringing in her fashion into the new time, right? Right. So right. she would always put on her gloves if she was going to use a payphone or do something like yes. that or if it was cold. But yes. now she's, you know, wearing her gloves to keep her hands <laughs> protected yeah, from germs in the life of COVID. It could be. That's part of it because she didn't mention that. But also I think it's a security blanket for her. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, I think fashion in general fashion, is her security fashion blanket. Fashion and her shoes and her things and her closet. And isn't it? Is it not for you? I mean, I feel like it is for it me is. too, right? Yeah. I mean, I dress according to how I, I, how I, I do feel. Too. And then I dress according to where I'm going, who I may see. And then I feel like a totally different person when I have those last finishing touches on I put those lips on and I'm like let's go baby girl I mean you just look you do put it, it on changes it you a, and yeah. I think that's the thing about fashion and the thing about you know sex in the city is that when you watch it it's uh it's nostalgia a little bit it's thinking about the past it's thinking about the future where it's headed and just kind of taking stick of where you are in your life right yeah, now too definitely. right because we're we're kind of following them as they grow up and I and appreciate we're growing that. up with them like I'm so excited to have this show yeah. be more uh, mature and wise and for us for the same yes. women who watched it you know yes. whenever it first started I'm so excited about that yeah it feels yeah. authentic a little bit more authentic it's still a tv show right I know and you but. know what's really fun is the idea that now we can talk to our kids about the stuff that you know how my yes. dad used to talk about the Beatles now I'm like I'm talking about sex in the city <laughs> yes totally yeah with our kids and it's like and even if they're boys I still talk about it it's like they know what I'm talking about oh I tell my it. son all the time they like you don't get it now but you're gonna need to know women <laughs> yeah. and your sisters and your mother will make sure that you know that for I sure. know and there's <laughs> such a thing about like people like oh don't don't look at a show you know to live your life it's like we're not living our life by the show it's just gives us that inspiration it gives us that Absolutely. aspiration right it's, it's it's something that you grow up with it's and see when I and that's how I felt about sex in the city because when I was growing up and watching it and I was in my 20s and I was a single girl watching what they were going through and what they were talking about and how they were living encouraged me to go out and do the same thing yeah you know to like meet new people go to all the new things like you're young like bring it in like do it all and so there was a lot about that show that and it even taught me to be sexual and sensual with myself be okay like with those feelings be okay to talk about sex be okay to yes. like maybe even choose to have sex with somebody but you don't want to be in a relationship yeah, yeah, with them. Attached. like things like that yeah. just like live your life and, and asking for what you want asking for what you want that Samantha was so good at that so and that's something that. that just reminds you whenever you are in a relationship don't wait for somebody to figure you out just right. tell them right right, like right. she was so open about we're that. never going to be mind readers that's why no. I tell people all the time I tell my my younger stepdaughters that like yes there is an element of perfection in what you're looking for you guys want to be have the same life plans and you kind of want to have things in common um but I mean, yeah. there's still going to be a little bit of, there's going to be things that you love and things that you hate. So there has to be a balance. But Yeah, yeah. But I think the lessons are there. I think if you want to listen to them and watch them and see them grow and just kind of like apply them to your life, you don't have to apply anything to your life if you don't want to. It's just, and so, you may it's not just even relate. for fun. Like, yeah, it's just it's for, for fun. fun. It's entertainment. It's, it's, it's some of it. You, some people get so hung up on some of the things. I think if you get too hung up on something, you're taking the joy out of just watching Absolutely. it for what it is. Yeah, it needs to yeah. just be for entertainment. It's just be for fun and for entertainment. Amanda, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for me. being here. And so tell so my fun. listeners how they can find you so they can go listen to you as well. So my personal page is at High Tea with Pion and my Instagram page for my podcast is at Hype Girl Mindset. So, and then I also have my music page where I spotlight local um, musical talent oh, cool. and I do all genres. Um, and I have, I've been taking a break for the last year on my podcast and my other music projects okay. just because my son started kindergarten. So I really wanted to like be with him, but in the spring I'm coming back hot. Good. So I'm ready. I'm awesome. already planning my season two for Hype Girl Mindset. And what are the topics that you talk about on your podcast? So 
I really feel like the first season was a lot, I mean, sorry for my listeners, but it was really about me. Like yeah. I had a lot of things to get off my chest and I just wanted to talk about things, okay. but I want the second season to be more, not just me talking. I want every episode to have a guest and I want us to talk about mental health, wellness, growing up, getting older, um, being comfortable with ourselves. Like yeah. it's always about talking about how to find your best self. Cause I've had to do a lot of growing. I've had a lot of trauma in my past and I've had, um, you know, divorces and, and, mm-hmm. and parents that have died and things of that nature. And so being able to help women know that when something happens wrong or you're dealing with grief, that there's always a way to grow from it and that things happen right. for us, not to us. And so that's really my whole vibe. But this next season, I want it to be more about wellness. I want to talk to, I already have a, a list of amazing women, but most of them have their own businesses or awesome. they are leadership coaches or they are um, you know, mental health advocates, stuff of that nature, but they're all so dynamic and they're all so different. So I'd like to bring their energy into my second season. Yeah. So I'm in the planning stages. And then obviously I love my music page. It's at local marquee HTX. And if you go to my at high T Pion, all of my projects are in my bio. Um, and the local music is really just, I love local music. I've been in Houston my whole life. I love to watch people in their craft, like grow. And so right now there's, there's a band that I actually was my first featured band. They're called okay. Key Flight Captains. And I'm about to do my next feature with them. And so, um, because they just got one of their singles put on 94.5 as really? a regular rotation. Oh, it's cool. a really big deal. So I'm excited in the spring to really get back into my projects. I, I need to listen because I I don't know any of the local bands at yeah. all. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I just always love music and chased festivals. And, you know, I've always had a lot of friends that have been musical and artsy. So it was just something that was like, well, I'm just going to do this for fun. And then it ended up being a thing. So yeah, I'm excited to get back into that's it. That's how it is. <laughs> so listeners, please go follow her, go find her and go listen to her. As you can tell, she's got a lot, <laughs> a lot on her mind. And I love that about you, Amanda, Thank that you, you always have something to say. Um, you're always thinking something you're always uh, creating because you are a creator too. Um, and such a supporter of women. I know that about Definitely. you and I've noticed that about you. Um, and so for me, I'm just so grateful that you're here and you're sharing yourself with our listeners and maybe let's have you back again and see I would what, love it. what happens at the end towards the end of the of the, of the season oh, we can so definitely come back and talk about sex yes and again. see what we thought what we thought about the whole um the season that just so if you are not watching you need to go on hbo max and i think that's where it is now right hbo max, max yes max. um and go watch it and listen and so and if you want to hear about anything else let me know you can always find me at vibes by alicia on um, instagram you can also find on the description you can go in there and and also go um, to my store. You can also go to my personal account at think underscore chick. So, guys, I'm just so excited that we're starting this uh, season six with a bang for January 2022. Yes, I'm so excited. excited. Thank you for having Thank me. You. This has been so much fun. Love you. Love you too, mama.